Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And I'm so excited. We're going to be talking to a brand new guest and speaker here on the show, Shalin Desai. And we're going to be talking about meditation myths busted. And that is a, such a wonderful topic because we always have so many questions about meditation and some of the myths around meditation. They really need to be cleared up and busted. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about that with Shalin, as well as take some live caller questions. We're going to do a meditation process, um, a guided meditation. We're going to learn the secrets of meditation. <laughs> and, you know, what does it truly mean to meditate and how this ancient practice, I mean, it's thousands of years old, it can lead you to the highest state of consciousness. And um, so I'm excited about that. And for those of you who don't know Shalin, Shalin Desai is an international instructor and director of numerous programs at the Art of Living Foundation. With his unique blend of wit and wisdom, Shalin has led, organized, and facilitated several Art of Living workshops, teaching breathing and meditation techniques around the world, which have been attended by people from diverse backgrounds. He has been instrumental in driving and conducting the Art of Living breathing and meditation workshops at various organizations, including Microsoft, Salesforce, Accenture, Dell, BCG, and Merck. And he's been practicing these techniques for over 20 years. So he is an expert, right? Shalin has a master's in industrial engineering from State University of New York and works in the field of supply chain management. He's also a loving father and husband and leveraging his personal and professional experiences in his training program, Shalin connects easily with the participants and effortlessly teaches how a symbiotic relationship can be developed between daily breathing, meditation practice, and the challenges of everyday life. He believes very strongly in the ideology that any task can be completed no matter, no matter the difficulty if one is having fun. And meditation can be fun. So um, Shalin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lara. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. And it's so wonderful to have you join us and talk to us about meditation but also about the myths around meditation. I think for a lot of people, especially in, um, you know, in this industry, meaning like healing, energy work, telesummit industry, a lot of people um, still don't understand perhaps the different types of meditation and some of the myths around, you know, meditation and really that they're not true, right? And so some of those myths, I'm, I'm really excited about you talking to us and, you know, busting those wide open so that we can know for us, for all of us who are watching now or later, we can know that it really is not that difficult and it's, it is not it's not something that is only for the saints in the mountains and in India, but for all of us, everyday people living our lives, we can benefit from meditation. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Lara. So I, I just want you to, because it's your first time here on the show, can you just take a few moments and tell us a little bit about your story, your background, and how you got started with meditating? Sure. So I've been doing it for 23 years now. Uh, I've been associated with Art of Living, Art of Living organization. And I've been teaching for about 15 years, uh, the different programs. So it's been such a joy. And how I got into the program was I, when I was 16 years old, my mom got me into this uh, Art of Living breath meditation work. And she had done the course and she had such a great experience. And she once she and once she did it, she did not stop there. She was behind my case that you know I should also do it. Mm -hmm. And you know when you're 16, you can care less about meditation. I mean, I for in my case, I tell you, I, was, I could care less about meditation and breathing. And uh, it for me that was like you know the topic of today's conversation is meditation myths busted. And that was my first myth. I'm like, 
I'm happy. I don't need meditation. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't, this is not for me. This is people who are, you know, stressed or depressed or having anxiety and whatnot. It's not for me, but because my mom was behind me to do the course, to the program, I ended up doing the course and I loved it. The immediate benefits I started seeing was I was able to focus more. I was able to concentrate more and I could help see, you know, a lot of uh, improvement in my academics, but what really, really got me is even my relationships improved. How I perceive things changed drastically. And I think that's a big thing for all of us, right? You know, especially with everything that is going on right now, we really value our relationships and how to come from a space of giving, not from taking. And that's what really meditation brought to me in my life. I love it. Thank you. And I'm so glad you shared that about how your mother pushed you into it. You know, sometimes moms do know best, right? Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, true. when we're teenagers, we don't want to listen to anything that our mothers or our fathers have to say, right? Like we know yeah. everything, you know, my, our parents are old, they don't know anything, but I'm glad that you listened because it's true. You know, um, meditation is not just for people who are stressed out but that's what we're told, right? In our, in our society, if we go to the doctor for anything, the first thing they say is, oh, you should relax, you should meditate. And so, you know, but it's not just for people who are stressed out, it's not just for people who are depressed, it's not just for people who have anxiety, it's for all of us who, so that we can find, you know, like you said, you were able to focus more, focus better, but it's about, for me anyways, it's, it's about relaxing the mind, right? Relaxing those thoughts, because I'm exactly. a, I'm a, I'm a head tripper, right? So I'm in my head a lot, right? So meditation helps me to calm down those thoughts and get back into touch with who I really am. And for me, that's what meditation is about. It's not about relax, you know, you know, stopping the thoughts because you can't, you know, you, you cannot stop the thoughts. You can calm them down a little bit, but it's about getting connected to who you truly are, you know, the essence of who you are. You, you're absolutely right. And that's what it is. Many times when I talk to people, they're like, oh, I sit for meditation. You know, all I keep getting is thoughts after thoughts. And, and I tell them it's okay. It's not like what you go through it while meditating. It's how you feel afterwards. You know, and uh, see, I, I work in manufacturing industry. And uh, we have this uh, in manufacturing industry, we have this philosophy that, you know, you don't, once you don't detect the failure mode, the, de the defects after they've already happened, but you prevent them from happening. Like the best manufacturing uh, industries in the whole world, they're really best at even preventing the defects from happening, not just detecting them. And I'm using that technical term because I see it's so much relative to how it works with our mind. We don't have to wait for something to break down for us to start learning and breathing and meditate, breathing and meditating. Mm -hmm. You can do it every day so things don't break down. And I think that's a big shift that the whole population needs to have now, that it's not, uh, meditation is not a luxury anymore. It's a necessity. You have and, to have it in your life. And it's not about fixing something, you know? It's like, we're not broken, number one. We're not broken, you know? So there's nothing to fix, but it, it is more about, you know, you know, just using the analogy of the manufacturing plant, it's about making ourselves more efficient, you know, how we, how we function in the world, you know, being more efficient, right? And so <laughs> that's the first time I've ever done, done that analogy, I'll be honest, right? But it's like, it totally <laughs> makes sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's like, how can we be more efficient in our day to day lives? We'll have more energy. We'll be calmer. You know, our, our energy that we do have is not going to be wasted on our mental thoughts and worries, anxiety. Instead, it's going to help us to create the lives that we want to experience, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my and God. You know, I am so, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I give that to you. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and you know, it's, that's the thing, like, and what happens many times when people try to sit and meditate, they try to sit, they try to focus and concentrate, doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, but breath, the, in, in the Art of Living uh, program, the Sky Breath Meditation Workshop that we teach, uh, we teach this very powerful breathing exercise called the Sky Breathing Technique. You know, there's a connection between breath and emotions. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how do you breathe when you're happy? Have you observed? Mm -hmm. yeah. Breath. yeah absolutely it's yeah, yeah it's it's deeper it's, light, it's more right? full but, yeah but, it's more full yeah it's just more expensive. and how do you <laughs> exactly exactly and when you're sad what happens you know you are breathing out it's like <sighs> long sigh yeah and how do we breathe when you're angry very frantically <laughs> it's very, very frantic <laughs> and we all have experienced that there's a connection between breath and emotions yeah and usually what happens for every emotion, there's a corresponding breathing pattern. But the reverse is also true. With the help of the breath, you can actually much better manage your emotions. You know, I was teaching this program and one of the guys, this was before COVID, it was an in-person workshop. And this guy, he's, he works at the United Nations. He's, uh, he's a, a director for one of the committees there. And after the first time he did the sky breathing exercise, he came out of the breathing meditation. He was like, Shalin, I've been meditating for 25 years. This is the deepest meditation I've had in 25 years. Mm. And with the help of the breath, you know, you can do that. You can just, your mind automatically comes to that, you know, meditative state of mind through these breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. so oh, so absolutely. <laughs> I love that. And it's like, we don't recognize the, the power of our breath, right? And, and that there is a different way of us to breathe. You know, like there's many different ways to breathe, but the power of those breathing techniques, they really can make a huge difference in our mental state, our emotional state, and even our physical state. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's at the end of the day, see, my, my inspiration in my life is the founder of the Art of Living, uh, Gurudev Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. He's an amazing being, you know. I brought such positive change in millions of people's uh, lives around the globe. And, you know, anytime anyone asks him what's his mission, he says, my mission is to have, see a smile on every person's face on this planet. Mm -hmm. and, and I find that so beautiful because, you know, anything you do that brings a smile on your face is worth doing it. Absolutely. And, <laughs> you know, usually what happens is like our happiness is so uh, desires driven. Like, you know, once some desire gets fulfilled, you're happy and then you're happy for a short time mm -hmm. and then you move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. and, and how to have that smile, how to have that peace, peace, which is disconnected from our desires getting fulfilled, which is disconnected from what is going on in your life. So you're not doing something because you want to gain happiness and smile and peace. You're doing something because you're happy, you're peaceful and you have a smile on your face. Yeah. And that's such a big shift you know, that needs to happen in our mindset. And when you're being that person, being happy, being at peace and smiling, 
you know, other people are going to see you and they're automatically going to start to feel that same way, right? You're automatically radiating out that, that um, energy and that frequency and that vibration that others can now catch. And they're like, oh, wow, what's going on with her, right? Or what's going on with him? I want some of that, right? So then yeah. they're going to be inspired to, you know, you know, just maybe just connect in with themselves. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm happy too. You know, I can be happy too, et cetera, right? But I know that when you see somebody smiling on the street, you automatically smile back. Exactly. Right? You automatically yeah. smile back. It's a natural emotion, natural reaction. And so the more that we can smile and be happy and, you know, joyful, the whole planet is going to be better, in better shape than what it is now. You know, and that's why, you know, that's why I do these shows, Awaken to Happiness Now, so that we will all be a little bit happier. And then we will share that with our families, our communities, and humanity. And that will shift the planet. That will shift the energy of the planet. Um, so I'm glad we're talking about that. So we were talking for a second, just for a second, a little bit about breathing, breathing techniques and just breathing. And I wanted to share really quickly something that just happened um, to me just like maybe a week ago. Um, I had, I guess, fallen asleep somehow. <laughs> I don't normally fall asleep during the day, but I fell asleep um, just here on the couch or something. And then afterwards, you know, I woke up a few minutes later and my daughter's like, mom, you were like in so deep, you know, and you're making so much sound, you know, when you were sleeping. It's like, really? I, could, I was like, I don't normally make any sound when I'm sleeping, but it was so deep. So it was like, it, it was like I was doing the Ujjayi breath while I was sleeping. And then that, that, that technique gets you to go deeper and deeper within yourself. You know, that helps you to deepen your meditation practice before you start doing the meditation. It gets you deeper into yourself and your being so that you can be more relaxed. I, I love that breathing technique. That's one of my favorites, you know, to be honest, yeah. right? So can you just tell us a little bit about some of the benefits um, of the breathing exercises that you teach? Hold on one second. Sure. And, you know, I just want to, before I talk about the benefits, I just want to, uh, give some perspective to it. So if you look at it in a day, to, in, a, in a single given day, we eat maybe two to three pounds or more than that of food every day. And we have, you know, we drink like few gallons of water every day. But, uh, you know, we breathe about 10,000 liters of air every day. That's the amount of air that is going into our system. Just to, you know, put perspective into it. We put so much attention to what we eat Right? All of us nowadays, we are more conscious of what we're putting in our body. So much attention to what we eat, you know, how that we, we all know that we should drink plenty of water. Mm -hmm. But it's high time we put attention to our breath. You know, breath, which is, you know, that is going on every single moment. You know, 90% of the toxins of our body are eliminated through breath. Yet we only use 30% of our lungs capacity. Mm -hmm. And you know, recently we had we did a lot of uh, we did uh, the Yale University did some research on the sky breathing technique, which is taught in the Art of Flame program, and they found it. It was mainly for students because nowadays students are also going through so much anxiety and depression and all what all those things. It's all of us. Every that's what the whole population is uh, going through right now, and they found that you know going through it was so effective in dealing with those emotions, those anxieties and depressions that may come up. And it's such a natural way of dealing with it instead of taking you know, medicines. I always joke with people that you, know, you have two choice, either you do meditation or you take medication. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it's like that, you know, it's, uh, it's taking care of it. So with the help of the breath, when you do certain rhythmic breathing exercises and all, it not only it has a big impact on our mental health, 
it also has a great impact on our physical health mm -hmm. because you know there's a very thousands thousands of years we've been hearing you know health is wealth and you know the founder of the art of living uh, very nicely jokingly says you know half the life we lose in getting the wealth and then remaining half the wealth we lose in getting back the health it's like that you know we constantly working and then we and we come to this point in our life then like when you start or oh, suddenly start thinking oh, i have been abusing my body my mind for so many uh, years i need to take more attention need to you know take care of my body better yeah and yeah. with the help of the breath you know your physical health as well as the mental health improves and is you're in such a good shape with the help of the breath so Absolutely. that's what i mean it's as i mentioned earlier also by i you know it's not a luxury anymore it's it's a necessity that we all do that yeah i totally agree and you know you were talking about the yale study and um my daughter she's doing her master's degree right now in paris at the sciences po but she did her bachelor's in uh, at the university of toronto in toronto and it was a really worrisome time for me because at the at that university you i, I don't like to talk about this but there were so many young kids who committed suicide that's how stressed mm -hmm. that, i mean the programs at u of t are stressful i mean they're intense and they're stressful and I'm, and and when i when i did this guy meditation myself and i and i watched some of the other presentations like oh i wish they could have that at that university because this would be really really helpful for the students there i mean it's like it was so sad right it was so sad that you know the, these students are so stressed out that they're committing so i mean like this was not just trying to commit suicide but these are you know so, so many committed suicide every year and the university doesn't do anything about it that's another story but this program i think would be beneficial in you know every university you know if you can get it to you know it's not, not just yale and harvard and and you know the ivy league universities but every university because students exactly. need help you know, students need help, especially right now, especially with COVID and everything as well. A lot of people are um, feeling isolated, right, and alone. Mm -hmm. And you know, this is this would be a great time to for more and more people to learn about these programs, to do these programs. And I know right now everything is fifty percent off, you know, on on the websites and so on. Yes. And there's a lot of free programs that people can join and find out about. But I just thought when I when I watched that study in that program, you know, about it, it's like, oh yes, the students in universities and colleges they really need this information and this help, you know. So yeah. that would be great if you, somehow you can reach out to <laughs> to somebody at U of T and say, hey, listen, we have something that might be helpful. <laughs> no, we have our instructors, you know, there some of our instructors are specifically trained to just teach the university students. And we've been doing it at so many universities in North America, the programs, and they've been so effective. Mm -hmm. See, it's like, uh, you know, you start working, you start making money, then you think, okay, let me invest some money here, let me invest some money there. And when you're investing money, what is that that you look for before investing it? Where do you invest? Hmm. Where you get the most ROI, right? Like yeah, the best exactly. return on the investment. Yeah. And I think breathing and meditation is the best ROI in your day. And you put about you take 25 minutes every day. We teach is very powerful breathing exercises. I mentioned the sky technique, and I'm sure you've you've learned that you've been practicing it. Mm -hmm. And 20 25 minutes practice of of you know of that every day just leaves you so fresh and energetic. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, when I was first introduced to the program, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm happy in my life. I'm enjoying my life. What does the need for it? 
but what i found is like breathing every day doing this breathing exercise every day it's really increased my capacity to enjoy things mm. i'm enjoy so much i'm able to enjoy life so much more and it's got this nice thing where even when things go down south you're able to see humor in it you know you don't get stuck there you're able to see humor in it and you're able to move on very quickly and uh you know that's so interesting what you just said because there are so many people in my community who have said <laughs> and some of you are here and some of you are going to watch later you have said specifically i don't know what makes me happy i don't know what brings me joy i'm not feeling the joy anymore i'm not feeling any i'm not feeling anything right so many people have said that right yeah. and so if they were to do this this sort of practice the breathing techniques and the sky and so on they would be able to start to experience more of that ease more of that joy and in their everyday lives feel that joy right exactly see i mean we keep looking for joy in outside world it's mm -hmm. like you know you okay once i have this dream house i'll be happy and you get a house you're able to enjoy that for like you're very happy for so long and then mind moves on to something next and oh i, I find this uh dream uh, kind of need dream car or find a dream job i'll be happy but if the happiness were coming out of those things after getting those things you'll be living happily ever after so happiness doesn't come from pursuit of things actually happiness is a state of being is a state mm -hmm. of mind mm -hmm. and it's that shift needs to happen where we are not chasing happiness we're not pursuing happiness but we're doing things because we are happy mm -hmm. that shift needs to happen in our in our in our lives and when that shift happens everything you do you get joy out of it even sometimes when things don't go your way you don't yeah. depressed you don't go down you just see it's a phase it's going you're going to get over it yeah beautiful i love that and that's what it's about it's, happiness is a state of being it's it's something that you can awaken within yourself you know um but it is a state of being and it's a state it's and it's a mindset and it is something that you choose i choose to be happy right it's a choice mm. to be happy or not be happy mm. exactly exactly right? <laughs> yeah yeah i i completely agree yes <laughs> so. um so there's a question in here uh from jessica how do you learn how to observe your breath when you're in a stressful mindset so yeah a lot of times we're stressed out the last thing we're going to think about is you know my breath what's going on with my breath right so how do you how how do you shift that from being stressed out in the moment to All right, let me take a deep breath. I mean, I, that's what I would do. I was like, okay, let me take a deep breath, right? Let me let, let let me breathe. Let me calm down, right? And so when I'm doing that, I guess I'm I'm, I'm observing my breathing and calming it down, bringing it back to like an equilibrium of some sort. Yeah, that and I you know also uh, there's a saying, right? You don't start digging a well when your house is on fire. Mhm. Mm so and you're stressed when you're going through that negative emotion at that time it's hard to think of breathing you know you don't even know you don't even know what's coming out of your mouth forget about how you're breathing yeah. so that's why this daily practice making it a routine is so important because when it's part of your routine it's it's like the self awareness increases drastically you know uh, we take a shower every day that is bodily hygiene we brush our teeth every day that is um, you know dental hygiene and this breathing exercises they are like the mental hygiene mm -hmm. and when the mental hygiene is there every day when your mind is more calm and pleasant even when anger comes negative emotions come I and mean, i'm not saying they won't come they'll definitely come mm -hmm. but they won't last that long mm -hmm. the effect of that will be much minimal much lesser compared to how 
it would have been otherwise. Yeah. So I, you know, I always tell people you don't have to wait until things break down or something goes wrong for you to start in experiencing this thing. Do it before so things don't break down. Yeah. It's like those, you know, oil changes in your car. You know, you keep changing the oil so your car doesn't break down. So it's like that. You know, <laughs> you have to yeah. keep servicing your mind. And, you know, um, there was a question around, you know, a lot of people, whenever, because I, I, I'm, a, I'm a healer, I'm a coach, I'm a teacher. And a lot of times, <laughs> you know, when I tell somebody, you know, I suggest to my clients, you know, just take 10 minutes, do this for 10 minutes. And they're like, I don't have 10 minutes. You know, so if you are, you know, like a, a busy person, mom with kids or, you know, have two jobs or whatever, or you're taking care of a, an, an aging parent or whatever, you know, you're like, I don't have 10 minutes. What do you say to somebody who says that? So I, I would say that if you have a lot of free time on hand and if you're not much going on in your life, then meditation is not for you. <laughs> meditation is for you when if you're busy, you know, Mahatma Gandhi, uh, used to say that, you know, today I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Today, I will not meditate just once. I'll meditate twice in a day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the, busy, the busier you are, the more is the need for meditation. And, you know, you mentioned about the kids, like, you know, if in kids and all that, you're busy. And uh, I remember once uh, enough, one of my course participants, uh, they'd called and they were sharing that, you know, Shalin, I want to share something very interesting with you. I'm like, yeah. So she's like, you know, Shine, lately, last one week, I've been, she had done the Art of Living program. And she's like, you know, lately, one last one week, I've been very busy at work. She's a doctor, so busy at work. And I've been kind of missing out on my breathing exercise every day, my daily breathing exercise mm -hmm. every day. And she's like, I was not realizing that, but I was getting a bit irritated and cranky and all. And yesterday when I came home, I was telling my son, my 10-year-old son to do something. And he looks back, to me, looks, back, looks back at me and turns to me and says, mommy, mommy why don't you do your breathing first? And we'll talk after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. So, you know, I, I always tell, I'm a parent. I always tell parents that, you know, your kids don't do what you ask them, what you tell them to do. They do what they see you doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the best gift you can give to your kids is a happy parent. Absolutely. You know, and when I was, uh, when, when, when my kids were younger, I was younger too, but when my kids were younger, I would, I would go to my meditation space and I would sit down and meditate. And I would tell them ahead of time, it's like, I'm going to go meditate for 15, 20 minutes. Okay. So don't bother me unless you're bleeding or your bones, bones are breaking. Otherwise don't bother me. Right. So I would go sit down, meditate, no problem. And then if they did need something once in a while, they would come in and they would whisper, mommy, can I do this? You know, whatever it happens to be. Right. And I'm like, okay, sure. But they, they were giving me that space because I asked them, I said, I'm going to go meditate. So I'm, you know, so they would give me that space. And they said to me sometimes, mom, I think you need to meditate, you know, when there was something going on, you know, and now, you know, my daughter is 22 and she meditates on her own. I never had to tell her. I never said, Manda, you should meditate. You know, it's like, Mandy, go meditate. I, I didn't, I don't have to tell her anything. She meditates on her own, you know, and it's like, it's like, ah, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like. You know, they do, they, they, they pick up from us what we are doing. They, they see it, they model, we're modeling it and they see when we need it, you know, cause sometimes, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll tell me, mom, you need to go meditate. You need some time yeah. out, go meditate. Like, All right. You're right. I should go, <laughs> I should go do that, you know, <laughs> but they can see it. And so that's, you know, been a part of 
you know, my life, my, 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 you know, my dad meditates all the time. So they're used to that. Right. But if you tell them, you know, do this, do that, they're like, no, that's not my thing. But if you, if you just keep living your life, doing what's right for you, they will see that. And then they may adopt it or not. It's up to them. But I think it's wonderful that she's, you know, meditating on her own every day, you know, you know, in the morning or at night, whenever she does it. And she's, she's doing great, you know, but you know, that's uh, that's such a beautiful thing. I think that's such a beautiful gift you've given to your daughter. This, uh, you know, like role modeling that thing that, mm-hmm. you know, it's good to meditate. It's yeah. good to take time out for yourself. It's good to take care of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. But, and and, 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 know, this, and in this society right now, you have to. Like self-nurturing, self-care, again, it, like you said, it's not a luxury anymore. It is a necessity, especially when yeah. you're working with a lot of people, you know, um, engaging with a lot of people you re- you know you really need it because it, it, it will help to clear your energy field and your your mind and your emotions as well right exactly i mean see as, as you just meant kids just they try to model you they see what you're doing not what you're telling them you know i i something funny my i was five-year-old son i have a daughter and a son my five-year-old he watches me sitting for meditation and all that i my wife and me and you know he now he also wants to sit in meditation. He usually uses it when he doesn't want to do his schoolwork. Mm-hmm. So he goes to my room <laughs> and then sits with his eyes closed. Then, then we go home like, you know, Devaj, you have to do your schoolwork. And he's like, I'm meditating. So <laughs> he uses that, you know, to uh, skip his schoolwork. But That's cute. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so they see what you're doing. They want to do that. And yeah. uh, we have to teach people, teach people learn by example. You know, you cannot just tell people to do something they see you doing they see that you have to set an example for people this is so saying right you cannot do charity from an empty bowl Mm -hmm. so if you want to spread happiness around you first you have to be happy Mm -hmm. first you have to be you know peaceful and first you have to be full of energy then you can spread that energy around you yeah exactly um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm loving our conversation, but it's like, have we even touched on the myths yet? <laughs> it's like, what, were, what are some of the myths that are about, about meditating, that it's hard, that you have to do it for a long time, that, um, that only saints and gurus in India do it, who sit on a mountain, you know? So the, I think that was, that was my, one of my fears and blocks, like, oh God, if I meditate too much, I'm going to, I'm going to want to go to the mountains and leave my family and leave my kids because my dad did it you know that, that that's what that's why I thought okay if he does that I'm going to do that too uh-oh you know so but no I did not <laughs> <laughs> I think you already touched upon a lot of myths once one that you already mentioned that you know uh, if you're busy you don't have time for meditation and that's one of the biggest myths that I hear is that you know I'm too busy right now in fact the more busier you are the more need is the more is the need for meditation. You know, when you build the skyscrapers, you have to build really strong foundation. Only the, then the building can be really tall. Mm-hmm. So for you to be very dynamic outside, for you to be able to accomplish a lot in the outside world, you need to be very calm and peaceful and centered within. And that's what meditation does to you. So I think that's the first myth, which I would say is that it's, you know, I'm too busy, I don't have time. In fact, if you're too busy, you really need meditation. Mm-hmm. So that's, and you know, it's many times people tell me I don't have time for meditation. I tell them that's an incorrect statement. You don't have priority for meditation. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Everyone has 24 hours in a day. When you say I don't have time, that's not incorrect. That's not accurate. We all have 24 hours. Yeah. What you're really telling me is you don't have that as a priority. Yeah. And so if you're busy, it's high time. You prioritize meditation and the breathing so that you can do more. You can accomplish more in your life. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing I would say. Second thing is that if you're happy, you don't need this thing. This is only people, people who are sad or depressed and anxious and all that. Uh, this is meditation. Breathing is not something that you do just to fix yourself. It's you do something so you maintain yourself in a great shape. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go out and exercise because there's something wrong with your body. You go there because you want to keep your body in shape. Same thing with the mind. You meditate so that you maintain that happiness. You prevent from that uh, mental stuff come getting into you. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is, you know, it's for I'm, it's for everyone. You know, I'm a householder. I'm not in Himalayas, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's like I have a job, I have a family, and all. It's we right. It's it's we we already talked about that. It's not a luxury anymore. It's not something. Yeah. It's not a delicacy anymore that, you know, someone you have to go somewhere and do. Now it's so easily accessible. All our programs that we teach, we're t- teaching them online now. They're taught mm-hmm. over Zoom. And over three days, our wonderful instructors, they guide you through this breathing exercises and all. And uh, December 4th to 6th, uh, we have a special program all over the, around the country uh, where the founder himself will be conducting some live sessions for that uh, program. Mm-hmm. So I'd nice. like to invite you all to nice. come and experience that. Good, thank you. Um, so there's a question from Linda. Hey, Linda. <laughs> I love her question. So how long before you start these meditation practices before you reach higher consciousness? <laughs> <laughs> I think immediately, immediately. I was gonna say the same thing. Yes, exactly, yeah. immediately. As soon as you start. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was just, yes, yesterday I got done teaching a, uh, the Sky program at one of the companies, you know, like lately I've been teaching a lot of programs in different corporations and this company I got in teaching and uh, one of the guys, he's actually the uh, the head of the sales group who was on the course. He heads the entire sales group in North America and he was like, Sean, you know, while I was meditating, I didn't know what where the state was. Like, I was not sleeping. I was awake. At the same time, I was completely oblivious of what was going on. It was such a beautiful state. I don't know how to describe that. And I'm like, you know, that's it. The very first day of the technique, you know, people start having that experience and start feeling that peace. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you don't have to wait too long. Yeah, and, and it, it, it also depends on what your uh, definition of higher consciousness is, right? So when you, when you do any, any type of meditation, so like, for example, these, these meditations and these practices, you know, your mind, your, your consciousness shifts to a higher vibration as soon as you start doing the meditation, you know, as soon as you start doing the practices. So you're already shifting, right? And then the more that you do it, then it becomes more, it, it, it like stays at that higher vibration longer. We, we always dip, okay? So people, you have to get that nobody is in that highest state all the time, 24 seven. You can't in this reality and on, on this planet, you cannot stay there 24 seven, you have to dip down a little bit and then you go back up, you know? So it's, it's always, it's always that way. But the thing is, as soon as you are doing that practice, you're automatically going to a higher consciousness. And that's what people don't get. It's like, you know, I think a lot of people think that, you know, going to a higher consciousness means 
I don't know what, that suddenly you're talking to the angels? I'm not sure. But the thing is, you know, your mindset has shifted, your consciousness has shifted when you're doing these practices and, the, and these techniques, even the first, the first day. That's like, uh, it's, it's like almost automatic, it happens. You know, and I'm sure there's science behind it, which I, I'm not a scientific person, but there is science behind it that could show you, you know, your shift, but it's experiential like everything. You can't think it through, right? To see what else. Oh, yes. Yes. Shalom's going to take us through a process for sure. Um, and Jessica says, how long do you have to meditate to see the benefits? <laughs> uh, you have to meditate maybe two or three lifetimes before you start seeing the benefits. <laughs> and you know, let's face it, you know, let's face it, a lot of us who are on these types of calls, who are doing this type of work, we have been meditating for lifetimes, you know, so this is not brand new, right? But yes, it's, I know it was a joke, but you know, we, we have been doing this for a long time. So uh, if you would like, we can do some uh, breathing and some short meditation, and then we can uh, pick up our conversation after that. Sure, that'd be great. Yeah. Sure, let's do that. So I'm going to teach you a breathing exercise. It's called the bellows breathing. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have to be, let me, uh, yeah, I'll move back a little bit. So what you do is for this breathing exercise, you'll have loose fists by the shoulders like this. Let's all do it. So I'm just gonna ask everyone to also participate, okay? Don't just watch Shalom doing it. I want you all to participate, okay? Yes, thank you. So uh, loose fist by the shoulders. And as you breathe in, the hands go up and the fist open up. They open up like this. Let's all do it. Hands go up, fist open up. And as you breathe out, hands come down and the fist close. Once again, as you breathe in, the hands go up and the fist open up. And as you breathe out, hands come down and the fist close. And there's a technique to do this thing. Your hands are going up and down at a moderate pace and you're breathing in and out forcefully. So it is like this. Like that. So, you, so, so you're just breathing in and out through your nose? Yes, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. You breathe in and out through our nose. And we're doing, we'll be doing forceful breathing. So when the hands go up, we breathe in forcefully. And the hands come down, we breathe out forcefully. And the hands are going up and down at a moderate pace. So what we'll do is we'll, uh, I'll guide you through a few rounds of this breathing exercise. And then after that, I'll guide you through a short meditation. Does that sound like a plan, everyone? Yes? All right, let's do it. So let's have, let's close our eyes. Loose fists by the shoulders. Just a normal breath in and breathe out. And breathe in, out, hands up, down. In, out, in, out. Continue. Palms on your knees, palms facing the ceiling, and just relax completely. 
We'll do one more round. Loose fists by the shoulders. Normal breath in and breathe out. And breathe in, out, hands up, down, up, down. Breathe in, out, in, out. Continue. out and relax. Rest your palms on your knees, palms facing the ceiling and relax completely. I'll guide you through a short meditation. Take a breath in and breathe out. Another breath in and breathe out. Become aware of your surroundings and become aware of any noises that you may hear. Noise of any people talking in the background, in traffic, heating or the air conditioner. Whatever noises that you may hear, accept them all. You are in complete acceptance with your surroundings. Take a breath in and breathe out.
become aware of your physical body. Your body is a wonderful gift given to you by nature. Take your attention to your feet. Your knees. Thighs and hips. Abdomen, stomach, chest. Shoulders and hands. Throat. Face. and your whole body become aware of all Take a breath in and breathe out. Become aware of your thoughts. Whatever thoughts are flowing out, just observe them. Good thoughts, bad thoughts. Just observe them. Do not resist anything. 
you are in complete acceptance with your thoughts Breathe in and breathe out. Become aware of your feelings, of your feelings. good feelings or bad feelings just be aware You're in complete acceptance with your feelings. You are just peace and joy. Peace and joy. Take a breath in and breathe out. Become aware of your emotions. Become aware of your thoughts. your body your surroundings,
take a breath in and breathe out. And slowly and gradually, when you feel complete, you may open your eyes. Was it good? <laughs> yes, yes, very good. <laughs> um, yes, I'm not quite here yet, you know, functioning, but um, yeah, good. So how was that? Yeah, I was gonna ask Linda, Linda, how was that? <laughs> Did you experience a shift in your consciousness? So Linda says, yes, that was lovely. Right, yeah. and uh, yeah, so I know my mind is not here yet. So go ahead and talk, Shalon. It's all yours for now. <laughs> so we're coming close to the top of the hour. I'll just, uh, you know, say every time I talk to people about this, uh, the Skype program, I encourage them to take the program. You know, I encounter three types of people. The first type of people are, you know, this is great, just sign me up. I can really use these things in my life. The second type of people are like, you know, this is, Oh, very good. I loved what I heard. I really want to do it. I'm just so busy right now. I'll have more time in the summer next year. Or the year 2025, I'm going to, going to retire. I'm going to take the course then. Or when the planets align, I'll take the course. Uh, the third type of people are, you know, this course is perfect for my wife, for my <laughs> husband. I don't need all those things. So, you know, I always tell people, you know, I teach this almost every week and every time when I teach the program, I meet someone or the other who comes and says, you know, I'd heard about this six years ago. And at that time I thought, you know, I'll do this thing sometime eventually, I'd love to do it. And, uh, you know, I want to try it out. Since then six years have passed, in those six years, I've been through so many tough times, so many hardships. Had I had these tools in my life, I would have gone through this times with some grace in my life, some happiness. Instead now I have blood pressure, I have cholesterol, asthma, anxiety and whatnot. So that's what I, that's my message for all the viewers and don't wait to prioritize yourself. Yeah. Good jump on it. And uh, December four to six session, it's a special session. The founder himself is going to be conducting live sessions. Come so I have up. the link. Um... And it, in the email, and it'll be on the replay email, it'll be on the YouTube um, link as well, and then on the podcast, so it'll be everywhere. But you definitely want to um, join, sign up, and like and like I said, right now, everything is 50% off because of the situation, the COVID and everything, and everything's on Zoom, so it makes it really convenient. But um, it's also, you know, it, 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 there are so many you know, benefits to taking the program, you won't know until you actually do it. You know, it's an experiential process and you won't really know the benefit for yourself until you do it. But ha what have you got to lose right now? And are you not a priority? And that's the something, you know, I've been talking about quite a bit lately is like, make yourself a priority. You are number one. If you are happy and healthy and wealthy and everything else, then you can contribute more to society, contribute more to your family, to your communities, to your clients, etc. But you come first, okay? And it's enough, you know, like we've been told so often, you're last, you know, like that's what we've been trained in the past. But now it's like, no, you are first, put yourself first so that you can help others, so you can take care of others. 
Um, I just want to share, Lori said this was lovely. I connected with my grandmother and today was her birthday. Oh, nice. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen, right? That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Lori. Um, and so, yeah, Vinita was saying this guy is a breath meditation technique and we have the, the special course December 4th to 6th. So there's still, you know, two weeks until, you know, it starts. But um, the, the, I'm assuming the format is the same, two hours, two and a half hours, three days in a row, right? Yes, that's right. That's right, yes. Yeah, and Sri Sri Ravi Shankar will be facilitating some of the sessions. So that's that's a bonus, you know, because like when when I did it, he was not conducting the sessions. I, you know, so <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it'll be quite a different type of energy with with him personally there, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I, I'll have to I'll have to sign up again <laughs> just so that I can experience that. Um, awesome. So, is there anything any other you know, last words of wisdom that you wanted to share with us, Shalin. And you've been, so like when, okay, here's just a total logistics question. So when we are signing up, we're signing up to do the training with you, right? So I'll be teaching, yes, I'll also be teaching the workshop and there'll be like many hundreds of instructors around the US and Canada will also be teaching their different workshops. Okay. So yeah, you can definitely sign up for the workshop that, that I'm teaching or anything that works for you. Even that weekend doesn't work. You can go to our website and you can see which dates and timings work for you and just do it. Yeah, yeah. there are lots. That's how I found it. You know, I, I chose something that was convenient for me in my time zone. Not it wasn't my time zone, but you know, that was convenient and it was great. You know, like it was so easy, you know, and you know, we're all familiar with Zoom, right? So um, it's easy peasy, you all can do it. Um, good. So I will definitely take a look at that as well so that I can take it again this time, you know, so that I can also experience Sri Sri Ravi Shankar and your type, your style of teaching. Because I did it with Indira Sampat, I think her last name was, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Indira in um, Bethesda, Maryland, right? She was great. I loved it. You know, it was, it was fantastic. But I'm always, I'm always interested in, you know, experiencing different teachers, right? Different styles as well, right? different energies Absolutely. as well yeah. <laughs> so i will definitely be signing up again just so that i can take it again with you and shri shri so that'll be fun just, just, just the thought of it is like ooh, fun <laughs> different energy you know so yeah. um all right anybody else have any last minute questions or any last minute comments anybody want to share before we go i know we're at the top of the hour now and i'm sure shalin has other uh appointments etc but if not um yeah thank you so much Sean. this was wonderful i really enjoyed it. it i you know those myths have been busted you know there's no excuse for any of us not to try and start doing it right so <laughs> so take a look at the link go register and i'll see some of you you know depending on your time zones what you choose i'll see you there um Bruno says thank you for the lovely experience and knowledge oh you're so welcome and you i i thought you had a question i missed it totally sorry it is a breathing technique and meditation. It's a breathing and meditation technique. Yeah, good, perfect. <laughs> I, think, I think it's answered. Good, awesome. Thank you so much, Sean. This was wonderful. Thanks, Alara. Thanks for having me. It was, uh, I really enjoyed my conversation with you. Awesome, good. Me too. So much fun. And thank you, Vanita, for putting this all together. So yay, awesome, thank you. All right, everyone, until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye, everyone.